Well, a heartwarming story out of St. John's, Newfoundland today. A plane chartered by the Newfoundland and Labrador government carrying 166 Ukrainian refugees from Poland has landed there this evening. Now, Adia Dragon has been working hard to assemble supplies. She's put together boxes of clothes, shoes, toiletries, other necessities for everyone on the plane. And she says she's been overwhelmed by all the offers of help and donations from people in Newfoundland. I'm telling you, when I get on there, people are great here. I love Newfoundlanders there, that the greatest people, like, you, you cannot find these people anywhere else in the world. Now, Adila Dragan's originally from Russia. And it's really one of the true stories of this war so far is the volunteers that have lined up to help Ukrainians, to help Ukraine. Whether it be here in Canada, whether it's been people who've gone over to either Poland, other neighboring countries to help out from people fleeing the war, or people who've gone into Ukraine, Ukrainians as well, who've gone home, to try to deliver supplies, to try to get supplies in to deliver them, finding things to do there that need to be done. In many ways, if you think about it, it might be really what the difference has been in this war. The military obviously has done a fantastic job fighting back, but the backup that they've had from regular Ukrainians and volunteers from all around the world has made just such an immense difference, I think. Well, my next guest's day job is as vice president of Ukraine's International Chamber of Commerce. But when Russia invaded, he, like so many others, looked for what needed to be done and found a way to do it. For Alexander Sasha Pokrishka, that meant setting up a charity called Source of Revival Ukraine, getting to work finding supplies and vehicles and volunteers, getting deliveries to those who needed them, while helping some escape the violence. Sasha Pokrishka joins me now from Lviv in Ukraine. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much also. Tell me a bit about your background. You obviously have a very a, a very impressive resume, but suddenly you found yourself doing what so many Ukrainians have done, which is whatever needs to be done. Yeah, uh, honestly speaking, you know, I've got um, a rather huge experience in the civil in the civil sector in Ukraine because I was a civil servant for many, many years. I worked for the local government, I worked for the central government, for the parliament, for many different, different like uh, official entities here in Ukraine. And my, you know, last uh, job position is the vice president of the National Chamber of Commerce. Um, you know, originally I'm from Chernigiv, but I'm living and working in the capital of Ukraine in Kyiv. Chernigiv, as you know, is one of the most suffered cities. You know, my school was destroyed. My kindergarten was destroyed. My parents' house almost just destroyed. So many of my friends and our, my, you know, classmates and everything, they, they died, unfortunately, because of this war. Right. That's, that's now, just, just north of Kiev, right? The, um, yeah. Yes, no, northern city. You know, we, we became the fortress uh, for Russian invaders because they thought that it would be like a very easy work for them from the north directly to Kiev. So that they didn't even pay too much attention for our city because our city is not so big. We, we've got only 300,000 uh, population of our city, but we didn't let them go through our city and we stopped them. Of course, we've lost many of our citizens and we've lost many in our city, but but still. Uh, Sasha, if you could tell me a bit about what's happened to you since February the 24th. How did that, what did you see and what did you decide that you needed to do um, once the Russian invasion began? You know, like most of the Ukrainians, we woke up because of the explosions. Yeah, we heard it. It was nearby my residential apartments it was 
around 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning, yeah, the Russian invaders, they started to bomb Kyiv. A uh, few missiles, like, exploded just near our residential area, just maybe a few hundred meters from us. I made a decision. We are not living in the country. Yeah, we must stay here. For sure, we must stay here. We, we must, like, you know, we provide the safest place for our children and our uh, women. But all the men must stay in Ukraine and try to help as much as we can. So at that moment, we just started to the west of the country, left our families nearby the border. They're also here in Ukraine now. Came back to Lviv. May, uh, like, you know, the second step, it was we, we just went to the recruiting center because we all men, we, we've got our, like, you know, our position. Yeah, we must be in the recruiting centers. We came there. We showed it. Gentlemen, we are ready to, like, uh, like to, to help to help our motherland, to help our country, get to protect it. Yeah, we applied all the forms, and you know they said, "Gentlemen, please wait for some time." So we didn't want just to wait and to like do nothing. So we made a decision: let's arrange our charitable foundation and let's start as much as we can, in any way we can. Uh, you cannot even imagine during one week, people from all around Ukraine. Uh, they just came, came, like came, came to me, and also to uh, Sasha. Let's let's do, let's help, let's arrange this, let's uh, let's provide some charity of uh, aids. Let's do this, 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 and this. During one week, people from Mariupol, from Donetsk, from Sumy, from Chernigiv, from Kiev, from Kharkiv, from different cities, they just came to to Lviv, just came to me because. Uh, thank God, I've got very good relations with many and very good links with many people in not only in Ukraine but all around the world because my background helped me very much on this in this occasion so where did you i was going to say where did you see the need i mean i guess you were just trying to find where the need was and how to fill it and what did you see and what did you do you know we just uh, found this, this the same people in lviv also our friends who also wanted to to, to help to ukraine we just told them, guys we are here where did you help let's do something so it was the main idea, just to to, uh, to unite and to start to work and start to help. So we started to use all our connections, all our, all our opportunities, just to find some charity aid in some neighboring countries, in Poland, in Germany, in Italy, in France, anywhere in the world. Yeah, And we told gentlemen, we are ready to help. Yeah, guys, we are, we are here in Ukraine. Let's, let's help Ukraine. We need food, we need medicines, we need like, you know, personal hygiene items, we need everything that can help people in Ukraine. Because because of the war, everything was broken, you know, in, in most of the cities on the north part of Ukraine, on the uh, on the south and east part of Ukraine. So people from those cities, they need needed everything. So you just started sourcing that stuff, uh, just using any ways you could to try and find yeah. those items, bring them into the country, and then distribute them? Is that, is that how it worked? Uh, you cannot even imagine, during first months, we distributed more than 300 tons of charity aid from all around the world. You know, it was a big surprise and very, you know, very happy surprise for us that so many people from European Union, and not only from European, from, from Canada, also from US, they just started to help. They go, okay, we know that you know, what was happening, we know about this unfair war. Yeah, they know, we know that... You are going through invasion. We are ready to help. For example, just uh, our first warehouse was in the warehouse of IT company. 
Yeah. Right. So they just thought there uh, some, uh, some 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 their stuff. We just came to them, guys. We need to help country. Please help us. They don't. No problem. It's amazing how much volunteerism, uh, and I spoke to you about this a little bit earlier. How much volunteerism and the spirit of volunteerism has shaped the 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 response yeah. to this invasion. I find is that true? Is that what you're seeing on the ground? This idea of everyone pulling together has really allowed Ukraine to push back. Uh, against Russia as effectively as it has, you know, uh, I think Russian invaders they didn't expect that. Yeah, first of all, our our army, yeah, they are the real heroes. First of all, yeah, and then I think volunteers and that's their background because you're absolutely right that you know, like strange strange people who who doesn't know each other, they just join together. They help each other. For example, I'm calling first of all to the to like for the people, for our volunteers in some other region. Ask guys, I'm bringing for you the, like the full full track of charity aid. Are you ready to? Okay, no problem. Please bring it to us. We will arrange everything. They're providing the stuff. So you cannot even imagine how it, how it, how it is going on now here on the on the ground. It's like the spirit of, of volunteers. It's something unbelievable, honestly. From the very beginning, there was something like a big challenge. Okay, how can I find it? Where we can find it? Yeah, where we we are going to get the vehicles? Where we go, going you know, going to get the medicines? How can we do this? Yeah, but then it was just like miracle. Everybody united, and nobody asks you. I'm speaking with Sasha Pokrishka, the vice former vice president or vice president of International Chamber of Commerce of Ukraine. It it is a current existence, but right now, uh, really working hard as a volunteer founder of Source of Revival Ukraine. We're talking about the importance of volunteerism in Ukraine's fight against Russia, just how uh, vital the, the idea of so many people sort of putting down what they do day to day and helping out has really changed in some ways, changed the course of this fight over the last more than two months now. After this, we will talk about uh, what else is needed now. How much, you know, how long can this spirit, you know, it must be tiring for everyone to do this all day uh, for weeks and weeks on end and what yep. lies ahead. That's after this. I'm speaking with Sasha Pokrishka. He's the vice president of the International Chamber of Commerce of Ukraine. That's his official title. Right now, he's a volunteer, like so many in the country, helping with doing what needs to be done uh, to support the country in its fight against Russia. He's the founder of Source of Arrival Ukraine as well. And he was telling me earlier that over the first two months, the, the amount of aid that's come in from the country, the way people have managed to organize, get that aid distributed within the country has been nothing short of miraculous, he said, and certainly made a huge difference in allowing Ukraine to uh, to effectively push back against uh, the Russian invasion of the country. Uh, Sasha, if, if the, it must be. T- I mean, I, I the first weeks you're you're going on adrenaline, but yeah. eventually, reality and fatigue, I imagine, would have to set in. How is that now? How are how are things now? More than two months later, and what needs to be done to make sure that that you save that you're able to do this in the longer term? Honestly speaking, you know, it was very very difficult from the very beginning. Yeah, to work twenty four seven, and during this uh, this last two months. We didn't stop for any second. Yeah, we uh, nothing changed for us. Yeah, so we are working as the very beginning, but uh, now we've got stronger team. We've got uh, more connections. We've got more knowledge about about this, uh, you know, charity activities, and we are trying to involve more and more people in in our, in our work. And uh, you know, we already we've got 
as I told you, more experience. This is the, this is the most, uh, the most important idea. We are, we have became more effective. Yeah. We became more efficient and, you know, we're, we are helping more, more, more people, not in, in old regions. Yeah. No, it's like from the north to the, to, to the south. And also, I want to, to tell a few words that we are also providing the extraction of the people from the most suffered regions. Yeah, really? we've got, uh, we've, you know, for example, we are going, for example, to Kharkiv. Yeah, we are filling in the bus. Yeah, the bus for evacuation with a full staff of charity, with the food, with medicines, with uh, like the hygiene items, with everything, bringing to that to that to that city, unloading everything, providing to all the to all the people who really needs it. And then we are extracting the refugees from, from that place. And we are bringing him here, bringing them here to live, like try helping them, uh, like to settle in some, some, uh, shelters. And somebody, if some, if somebody needs to go, for example, to, to abroad, if somebody wants to go to abroad to, to Poland, to, to, you know, to, to Sweden, to, to Finland, to, to different countries, we are also helping to do this. We are also providing them hot food. Yeah, we are also providing them some medical treatment. We are also helping them here. Not only providing charity aid, but we're helping people. This is this is very also very important for us because people sometimes they do not have any opportunities to escape from that nightmare that is you know made by the Russian invaders. Sasha, what worries you now? When you look at what's happened over the last 60, some odd, more than two months now, what, what do you worry about when it comes to this, this ongoing fight? This is a very difficult question, honestly. We've got many, diff- many, many things uh, that we are worrying about. Uh, but the ma- I think the main thing that we're worrying about is like help of our friends from all around the world. We really want them to be patient, yeah? <sighs> want to be them to understand that, uh, to recognize what's, what a tragedy now is going on uh, on the territory of our country. Because, you know, now we are stopping barbarians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do not let them go further. We are the last stand of European Union. We are the last stand of democracy. And from our side, we are trying to do our best. We are standing tall. We're not afraid of them. And we, all of our country is fighting. We are fighting. Uh, every of us if, is fighting on his own place. Yeah, we are fighting as volunteers. Our brave soldiers fighting on the front line. Yeah, uh, our businessmen, they are trying to work in this very hard conditions. They are trying not to stop their enterprises to provide working places to, to help our economy. So everybody is helping. Our diaspora is helping. Uh, and especially, uh, as I told you, it's, it's a very big thank you for, for, the, for the other citizens from all around the world. For me, it was a big surprise when many volunteers from different countries came to Ukraine. As I told you, it's from Canada, first of all, from U.S., from Sweden, from France, from Germany. I couldn't even imagine that those people will come. They came to us and told, Sasha, we are ready. We are here. We're ready to work. Please arrange, arrange missions for us. We're ready to go. We're ready to save people. We are ready to, to drive, to go anywhere. So for me, it was 
a big surprise. And uh, of course, it was a big honor, the very big honor that our friends came to us and started to help. There's so much more. I mean, the name of your charity is called Source of Revival, not Source of Survival, as I as I, oh, as I mistook it. Sure. It's a revival, oh, revival. and and that's and that suggests a revival, and 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 you're you're yeah. already preparing for the revival of Ukraine. Oh, for sure, you're absolutely right because uh, our country is like Phoenix. You know, many different invaders during uh, the centuries that tried to conquer our country. By my first education, I'm a historian. Historian, as so I, I really know the history of my native countries. I understand that so, so there are so many uh, countries, especially Russia. Russia. This is not for the first time that they are trying, uh, like, to push us to destroy us. It's like annihilation. For, they they hate our nation. They hate our culture. But you know, they do not have any. Uh, they do not have any chance. We will we will survive first of all. Yeah, we will uh, defeat them. We will win, and then we will, you know, rebuild our country. I am waiting for the renaissance of Ukraine, honestly, and I really feel that the support of the whole world, the whole civilized world, world that you know, I really hope that we can become like you know the equal member yeah of the world society. Sasha, thank you so much for your time tonight. Keep up the great work, and I look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you very much. Thank you for your help, for your support. Ukraine will win. The you know civilized world and democratic world will win. You know, believe believe in us.